It's your boy, Tommy G, here. I don't stop working, guys. I'm the hardest working man in show business. For the Friday Night Roundtable show, for those of you from Stay Cash, and we appreciate it. That was a fun show today. If you didn't see that, go check it out. Same bat channel, different bat time, 2 p.m. Uh, gave out a lot of bets for the games tonight. Now I got the fucking assassins with me right now. Hold on. Someone's got something going on in the background. Probably Mike. I see him looking at something. No, I'm on my phone. Yeah, yeah so it was you. No, no, I'm <laughs> I have no, no volume. I was just looking what at What are you, what are you, TikToking? Are you talking over there while we're doing it? It wasn't me. <laughs> All right. Who was that rapper? It wasn't me. How was that song? Shaggy. 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 That's it. That's it. it. Shaggy. Shaggy Constantino. Good call. Good call. <laughs> Snap call. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so this show is fun. You guys are going to enjoy it. We're going to go through every single game from a DFS and betting perspective. We're going to speak about them from a DFS pricing standpoint. And then obviously we'll talk about if there's some bets that we like. We're not going to give you all the bets. We're not going to give you every single DFS play. But we'll talk through them. And then by Sunday, we'll have our kind of hot list out for the subscribers over at 4deep.com. Get over there right now, guys. If you have not signed up at 4deep.com, you have to. We have 30 to 50% off the packages currently for the monthly and the rest of the year. And there's an additional code for this weekend only. VIP20 gets you 20% more off that. So you're basically looking at the VIP uh, betting and DFS package is that combined per week is less than a regular week of betting alone. So you guys need to get over there. It's like $15 for the week for betting if you buy the rest of year and like 19 if you add the DFS. So you guys got to get over there. Sign up. Do it now. Just trying to save you money. If you want to pay weekly, that's totally fine too. Uh, let's start off introducing the crew. The man, the myth, the legend. I could actually call you goat today because fucking uh, the real goat isn't here. Um, he, the animal, not the greatest of all time. Uh, but I think he'll be popping in live from a casino in Atlantic City. Brian Healy, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, boys? I'm uh, looking forward to chopping it up once again here. We're on to week four of the season. You know, you wait for it all year long. And once it gets here, it kind of flies by. But looking forward to another uh, exciting week. Some people are calling this the greatest show on the internet, Haley. What do you think of that? Well, well that was hard that to argue. That wasn't an encouraging follow-up there. I mean, <laughs> let me ask Scarface. Watch. Let me show you how it's done. Jerry, is this the greatest show on the internet? I fucking missed you guys last week. I was getting, like, <laughs> mad FOMO not being here. Yeah. Not going to miss it again. We missed you, too. Jerry is, Jerry is our high-stakes assassin. He'll be playing. How much do you play on a normal Sunday? A lot. <laughs> that staircase behind yeah, yeah five figures <laughs> maybe six yeah so but uh jerry goes and wins a hundred thousand dollars every three days so that's your high stakes fucking assassin right there con man me and you've been doing shows like this forever constantino is a it's sad to say that constantino is the, the level-headed kind of you know stable kind of cash game even guy but uh what up con man Looking forward to the slate. You know, we had a lot of big hits last week. You know, for me, it just hasn't baked all together yet in that one winning lineup, but I'm just so close every slate. So uh, welcome back to Benny and Jerry. Looking forward to hearing your takes, as well as Tommy, of course, and Healy. So let's fucking go. Let's get it. And Benny, you're looking, uh, you're looking like you're ready to rob a bank. What are you doing, uh, Tommy G, circa 2003? You're going to fucking hit a bank up? No, are you I'm jerking really, off? Really what are you doing? Why, why do you got? Hold on. Whoa, 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 what was that? What was that? That just made the highlight real. Uh, literally, you didn't speak, yeah. and all we see is this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's you know, tomorrow's my birthday, so I've been celebrating a little bit. 
Happy no, birthday, buddy. my man! Happy birthday! Nice, happy birthday! Next time, that means I'm going to lose all my money on. I'm going to lose on Sunday, so we'll see what happens. Of course, you never win on your birthday, right? So uh, let's go through That's this, it. guys. Obviously, we got a lot of weather going around the country right now. It hasn't stopped raining here for about two straight weeks over here on the East Coast. Healy, Conman, Jerry, Benny, does anyone have the best take on the weather? I don't start looking at weather until Saturday because it changes so much. But what are we looking at for weather? Guys, turn your ringers off. I don't weather, have uh, any problems with weather at all, actually. Do you guys? No, weather should be, uh, should be good. It looks like by Sunday, everywhere should be pretty mint from a weather okay. standpoint. All right, good. Good. All right. So we don't have to worry about weather. That's why I don't start looking at it till Saturday. So let's get to the slate here. For, before we do, we'll talk a little bit about last week, some phenomenal calls on last week's uh, show. Uh, Healy, what did you think of the slate last week? It was it was an exciting slate. I think, you know, we there was two main games I think folks wanted to, to target. And, you know, if you if you went overboard on on one and didn't get exposure to the Dolphins that hung 70 points. Um, you know, it was, it was tough to cash. Uh, you know, I think we were pretty high on, on getting leverage off of Tua and playing Mostert. Obviously, I don't think anyone kind of foresaw A-Chain going nuts as well, but mm-hmm. Mostert had a, a fantastic day. And, you know, if you had him in your lineup, you, you know, you had a good chance to, uh, to at least hit the, the pay line last week. So there were guys you had to have, right? Like you kind of had to have most or tank Dell ended up coming in at like 20% owned or something like that, which I was shocked at. I, yeah. I think we'll take credit for that. Um, but we did say hundred percent, every lineup don't have one without them. So even at 20%, if you made five lineups, you might've had three without them. Hopefully you listened to us, put them in every single lineup that you had uh, absolute explosion there. And uh, let's get to it now. So we'll start off with the first game on the slate. We go in order of DraftKings. If you guys want to follow along, um, actually, you know what? Let's do this first. This is the third time I've tried to go to the first game. Let's go over the injuries. Uh, is Eckler playing? I think he's doubtful. Healy, is Eckler playing? Doubtful as of this afternoon. So I uh, would assume he's going to be out. All right. And Jerry, if you got any input on any of this, just jump right in as we're talking about it. Um, Debo true. Samuel looks like he's listed as questionable. You think he plays? He popped today, right? I think he might miss. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little worried about that because he came up on the injury report late in the week. So, yeah, they, they are getting Ayuk back confirmed though this week. So, mm-hmm. could be a one, one for one there. All right. Mike Williams, obviously on the IR. We'll talk about how that's going to affect the Chargers and the options that we have there. Deshaun Watson popped uh, recently. So, uh, do we think he's playing? Um, I would, I'm I would guess assume he's so. Playing, but very limited. Okay. All right. So, you don't think he's going to be running around a ton and all that, but you think he plays? It's a throwing shoulder for him as well. It's his right yeah. shoulder. Yeah. And he sucks to begin with. So, that's not a good sign. Um, Miles Sanders groin didn't practice Friday. I think it'll be a true game time. Jerry. Um, I'm going to guess that he plays, but he popped today, right? Healy. Yeah. Yeah. My most annoying one right now, because there's a play that I love. If he doesn't play Derek Carr, all of a sudden was supposed to miss two weeks. And now he might start Sunday. No, really? Yeah, dude. uh, As of today, Here's the latest report. Sunday yeah, Chiefs Tampa coach Dennis play. Aaron said he wants to see how Carr felt. Um, he looked great in practice today. Wow! Like, what? I thought he was wow. gone two to three weeks. I didn't know that. I didn't know he practiced this week. Yeah. So I, I don't know if he was officially. It, the reports are a little shoddy, right? He said he wants to see how Carr feels Saturday after returning to practice Friday. So returning to practice could mean a lot of fucking things. That could mean you're running with the first offense, or it could mean they're doing fucking wind sprints on the sidelines. So. They never give you a, a real return, but I mean, major upgrade from almost out doubtful uh, to questionable 
tomorrow may be probable. So keep your eye on that. Jimmy Garoppolo? I hope he plays. My guess is that he's playing. That means Healy likes the Chargers. So uh, is that why, Healy? Raiders, but yes. Oh, you oh you hope he plays because you like Garoppolo. Most people hate Garoppolo. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's a good spot for him. All right, all right. That's why. So uh, let's go over to Arizona, and this will be one of the last few we talk about here. Marquise Brown uh, listed as questionable as we speak. Doesn't matter. 49ers are going to eat him alive. Pretty much. Throwing the whole game. Yeah. But, and then we'll go Justice Hill. This is another big one here with uh, Augusta Bus. So Gus is not on the injury report. Right. From his con- concussion. So I'm assuming yeah, he's, 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 he's clear. The thing about concussions, obviously, once you cl- you're good, right? Once you're over it, you're fine. So he's Justice Hill's questionable. So I, uh, yeah, that'll be just something we have to monitor. So. Yeah, so we'll have to. A lot well, of these Willis, something we're going to have to monitor. Like, yeah, do you think Justice Hill sits, Jerry? I think he sits. Okay. And then we're down to the Elijah Mitchells and Batemans and people like that that we don't have to worry about. So let's go game by game now, break it down. We'll go around the table in order here. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. This is the game I told you about. I really want Jameis to play because there's a play I love here. But Billy, uh, Billy, Benny, talk to me. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the only thing I really like here in this game is uh, Chris Godwin. Godwin's going to be the guy that I'm on the most here. You figure um, Lattimore on the outside and Mike Evans are going to be matched up with each other there. So Godwin should have a good chance in that one. Um, On the New Orleans side, I mean, listen, their running game has been absolutely horrible. Kamara is back this week. So I haven't I didn't really like what Alvin Kamara did on the ground last year. So I don't know how much to expect from him, but. You know, he if he's going to get all the work, it could be a good spot for him there. So those are the two guys in this game I'm really looking at. Not really much else. Haley. So kind of as you alluded to, I have some interest here. If Jameis is quarterbacking, uh, pairing him up with with Chris Olave this week. That is the answer. Uh, I think this is, you know, Winston's price tags extremely favorable. I think you're going to get a lot of folks and ownership funnel into some of the higher total games and, you know, tough to argue with. but. I think this will kind of make you different right off the bat, paying down here at quarterback and stacking up a game, you know, really with an uninspiring total at sitting, I think, at 39 and a half last I checked. But I like this uh, this pairing. Winston peppered Olave last year when they, when they played together. Um, I think he goes right back to it here. So I'd like that pairing quite a bit. And I'm with Benny on the other side. Uh, I would not touch Mike Evans here. Like him and Lattimore, what have they been ejected? I think twice each. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're not going to be. Historically. Yeah. I mean, yep. there's a high risk that one or and or both get tossed. So, or Lattimore to... shuts him down, which happens a lot too. Exactly. So, I, I would I would side with uh, Godwin in terms of uh, runbacks here for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. All right, Jerry. I mean, you guys know I'm a sucker for these revenge narratives, so we might as well start with this one. I like the Saints better if Jameis is in. Um, I think it's pretty easy to build a lot of lines on FanDuel. With Jameis and two of his receivers, they're cheap. I mean, Jameis is not that much cheaper than, than Carr, but I kind of like Jameis a little bit more than Carr if he plays. You can definitely go with Olave. You can do an Olave, Michael Thomas, or you can go with Tommy's boy, Shahid. They're all in good spots. I think it's a nice tournament stack. I mean, Kamaro's workload might be a little bit limited, so I'm not going to get to him yet. On the Bucks side, like you guys said, Lattimore on uh, Evans, I'm not going to get to him. Godwin, we haven't seen much production from him. He's going to see an increase in targets, but I don't think I'm going to get to him either. 
as far as Rashad White goes, I'm not on him either. I'm not much on, on, on the Bucs side of the ball. It's it's the New Orleans side of the ball that I'm interested in. Okay. I, I, w- I would say – oh, sorry. Kind of, I just wanted no, to go, jump go, in. Go. I would say yeah. if Carr's in, I would have a little bit more interest in Kamara. What, what we saw with Jameis is he doesn't check yes, down you can, Yeah, you can't touch Kamara. The running back. Jameis exactly. Is, yes. So I think it's an upgrade if Carr's in for Kamara with his pass-catching ability. Yeah, I mean, we saw Jameis come into game. I mean, we know the numbers. I think his last start with Jameis, Olave went nine for 147, uh, had a 50-yard catch, and then the start right before that, he had a 51-yard catch. Like, Jameis is going to push the ball down the field. It's a nice turn to stack to get to. You, you yeah, can, you can you stack them up pretty Olave. cheaply and fit in a lot of studs with these guys. Yeah, Mike, you like anything in this one? No, I mean, you know, familiar opponents, they, they played it a under basically every time they play, especially with a shaky quarterback situation on the New Orleans side. I mean, Baker still Baker. Both teams really are top units against the run. So I think it's going to be tough sledding for the running game on both sides. If it wasn't for that in this matchup, I might like Kamara. And even for tournaments, I still might get to him at his price um, just because the next best option is fucking Tony Martin or whatever his name is. I mean, you know, Kamara's going to get his burn, I think. And um, maybe Tony we Martin. see more Kamara with a lot of – You just uh, literally combined Tony Jones and Kendra Martin. Uh, whatever Kendra, he is. Kendra Miller. Yeah, Kendra he, Miller, he, Tony he's Martin. He's kind of relevant that, like, you know, I, I forget his name. So uh, getting Alvin Kamara back, and especially with the quarterback situation, I mean, I think he's a decent volume play there at that price, but really don't love anybody here. You know, not, not a good game for fantasy for me. Yeah, these games have tended to go extremely under 16, 17, 16, 20 to 10, and 9 nothing yeah. the last three times these teams have played, and that was with Tom Brady in there. So uh, neither of these teams yeah. are as good oh, offensively as they have been. So Chris Olave over 72.5 prop is fucking all-in smash if Jameis plays. And I agree with you guys, Jameis uh, Olave. I probably won't be bringing two receivers into it just because I think there's too much. It's too, you're too uncertain on where this ball is going to be going. You know, you always have the Taysom Hill problem. You got Thomas, you got Rashid, who came up with no catches last week. Uh, and then you got three running backs over there. So I'm probably just going to go Jameis and, and Olave and just rock with that. Let's go to Miami Buffalo. Healy, this yeah. is probably going to be the sexiest game on the yeah. entire board for everyone. Benny, uh, cool. could you just mute there for a second, Benny? So uh, we'll probably go – this has to be fucking crazy chalk, right? Yeah, I, I think this is going to be you – know, pieces of this game is where most go. Look at, I mean, look at this total. The challenge I'm, I'm seeing and running into is that it's very difficult to get different if you're going to use a quarterback and like a Tyreek Hill or a Stefan Diggs. Like everyone is going to go then immediately play the cheap Chargers wide receivers – it's going to be very, very difficult to get different. Um, I'm kind of approaching it like we did the the Chargers game last week. I, I'd rather just get a piece from each side of the ball, like a skill player, and hope they soak up a majority of the production. And I'm not going to be kind of stacking this up with quarterbacks, skill players, et cetera. It'll just be um, just via the, the skill players. Uh, I think Buffalo's D – isn't as much of a pushover as the Dolphins have seen. I, I think they're still going to be able to, to move the ball and score. But I think um, it'll be a little bit more challenging this week in Buffalo for uh, for Tua and crew. Hey, ringers, guys. Come on. Let's be better. Let's pretend we've done this before. So, uh, Jerry, what are you doing here? I mean, I love the Buffalo side of the ball here. I don't think Josh Allen's going to come in as, with as much ownership. Whoever's as fucking ringer is on, I'm cutting your throat if it happens again. <laughs> Everyone, turn your camera off so I can't see you shut your my ringer. Off. My ringer hasn't been on. I know, it's years. never you. 
Well, it's not on in four years. You know, I don't keep my <laughs> ringer on. So, yeah. gone. It's healing. still going. It's, it's, it's healing. It's healing. It's, it's healing. It's healing. I, I don't have a ringer. It's not my. Oh, no one has a ringer on their phones. Okay. Jerry, gone. Mine's off. Look at the side. I won't get that. Of course. I can flip it too and show it's off. Oh, yeah? Uh, well, that's not I mine. I can't talk about it. It's not mine. Imagine it's one of Tommy's fucking eight phones. No, it's not. Mine are sitting here both off. Go on. Jerry. Yeah, like I was saying, I don't think Josh Allen's going to come in with as much ownership as we think he is. I think because he's just, just kind of priced up a little bit. He'll, he'll be owned, but not as much owned as we think he is. Uh, I think the key to this game is how you construct your lineups with him. Benny, is your ringer on? Yep. Turn your turn back on. Well, I was on mute, so definitely I was on mute, so it's definitely not me. Hold on, my alcohol's here. Go on, go on, Jerry. And then Mike, you go next. I was saying, I think the key to this game is how you construct your lineups with him. I think my favorite way to construct the lineup is to pair him with James Cook. I, you could use Diggs for sure, but there's other spots on this slate that you can you can use that salary for receivers that have Diggs upside. But I think the way to pair him is with James Cook. James Cook is cheap. I think he's going to see some usage as a receiver coming out of the backfield, especially on FanDuel where he's much cheaper. Uh, so that's my preferred pairing. Go Allen with James guys Cook. squabble in the background. It's worse than the ringer. Sorry for cutting you off. It's all good. I know, and we're the unprofessional ones, right? Jesus. It's like a sitcom over there. Are we good? Yeah. All right. So on the Miami side, I think it's a letdown spot for Mostert. After his big game last week, I'm not going to go to him. As far as the receivers go, I think I like using Waddle over Tyreek in both meetings last year against Buffalo. Uh, Waddle had the better fantasy production in this matchup, and I think we see the same thing this weekend. He's almost 2K cheaper than Hill on both sites, and I think he comes in at much lower ownership than Tyreek. So for me, it's going to be uh, Allen, Cook, and Waddle. I like it. And Mike, <laughs> what do you think? Look, look down left. What's up, Joe? Did, did you guys, did you guys hear me walk that lady through my house? Yeah. What'd you order? What? So I, my alcohol just came. Trevor, you look like you're about – your body's buried in your closet right now? Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I, I was calling, long-time long listener, first-time caller. I, I wanted to give my little two cents here on the Gabe Davis. I'm So you know, I'm at a golf outing, drunk, strippers, fucking up. It's a Miller Light night. I apologize. You know, I'll be back at a later You should apologize for that fucking disaster on your face. Take us strippers. Take us into – a yeah. virtual lap dance. Bring us to the pole. Give us a virtual lap dance. There will be poles. There huh. will be poles. Yeah, so, well, anyways, guys, I really appreciate the show. I'm excited about it. I've been watching it all night. So, I thank you for all you do for this community. I wanted to put my two cents into the Buffalo Is game. He pretending he's never seen it. I am not all really on that game, but I am all over Mr. Gabriel Davis's. Props, DFS, you name it, 100 and a touchdown. Gabe Davis is a difference maker in this game. He may even go with two touchdowns. He may even get two touchdowns in this game. All right. Well, that was Drunk Goat, who Chosen Patriot seems to think. Looks like he eats box from the back. Um, and I do agree with that. Benny, keep doing that. Guys, if you post comments on the YouTube, Benny, you're able to put them up here? Yeah. All right. Yeah, guys, post some crazy shit in the YouTube comments or some complimentary shit or some horrible shit. I, I got keep the curses. The I can't. We'll see you next week. Good luck. I got strippers yelling goat's name. So we're going to get back in there. I'll be watching. All right. Later, buddy. Later. And shave that. <laughs>
fucking garbage thing on your face. Jesus Christ. I can't, like Tommy, I can't post anything with curses, though. So tell them to be funny, but keep it uh, okay. PG-13. All right. Yeah, don't curse. Okay. And, uh, the bot will block it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So either censor it or uh, keep Everybody it. Everybody on mute now? Yeah. Did, did, did anyone find out whose ringer it was Did we while I was gone? It didn't do it while you were gone. Uh, well, you could have been me this whole time. My phones have been sitting right in front of me, so it's not me. The um, By the way, that lady just dropped my alcohol off an hour late, and she said she saw a raccoon or a skunk, which was in the front yard because I live in the woods. And she was panicked. She was in the corner like this. Mike. And I was like, oh, thank you. She's like, oh, oh, what do I do? I'm like, what? And she's like, there's a, there's a skunk or something. And I'm like, come in through the house. And she's like, what? I'm like, come on, you go around the back door. And she's like, 100. So I walked her through the whole house into the back door. I mean, you know, I thought she was going to die. Like, it was crazy. Um, uh, Trevor had roadkill on his chin. That's probably what she saw. She probably saw Trevor's chin through the fucking window. You always have good luck with, like, female Uber drivers, though. Yeah, I do. I do. They're good. All right, where are we at? Where was – I just got I, back. So. Uh, I think Jerry went last, and it was – All right, we finished Miami-Buffalo, or did you go yet? Go popped on. I don't really have much to add. I mean, I, I, I like the concept that Healy introduced – and I, I, I'm in agreement. I don't think that you need a stack here. Like uh, Buffalo tends – well, first off, Buffalo has a really good pass defense unit, but they tend to play a style where they play deep and keep everything in front of them. So I could see like Tyreek Hill having one of those games with, like 10, 13 receptions, maybe pushing 100 yards, but maybe even some – not getting in the box. You know, and I don't think you need the two repairing this week because Buffalo does play that. And I could also see a Tyreek like 10 reception, 180 yards receiving and maybe one to no touchdown. So I like Hill on the Dolphin side, um, especially in that type of game environment, more so than Waddle because the high receptions and darting across the field. Uh, and on the other end, I love Diggs. I mean, I'm not really a huge Diggs guy usually, but I love him in this spot, you know, especially to get a piece of the game like you guys mentioned. So I'll pay up. I'll take Hill and Diggs, and that's it on this game, and I'll take my shot. Yeah, I'm good with this. I like the Hill spot in this game. I think Miami's going to be trailing. I don't think they win this game. I think everyone's all over Miami, and they don't realize they barely beat the Chargers. They shouldn't have won that game, and they barely beat the Patriots, who absolutely fucking suck. They just throttled. They just ran away with this game last week. But I think this is a Bills line. I think this is a Bills spot. I'm going to be betting the Bills. I'm going to be playing Diggs, like you said, and I'm going to be playing Hill. But uh, I think it's a very good spot for Hill. I think a lot of people are going to run to A-chain in this spot, and I think that's a little bit risky. The holes last week were fucking this big. I mean, you could have, me and Mike could have ran through these. You know what? One other thing interesting, I was telling a friend today or yesterday about this. The interesting part is the Dolphins starting running back isn't even playing yet, right? Jeff Wilson, wasn't he technically number one? Nah, nah. I, I, I drafted A chain in all my leagues. So I have A chain in all my it's leagues. It's so much speed, so much. A chain's the best you know? running back on the team. He, most hurts good, too. But uh, yeah, A-Chain, but no, I mean, he's very, they're all yeah. track stars. Yeah. Um, no. I like the Dolphins as a par- uh, teaser piece, Tommy. I, I know you said track. you like Buffalo, but I think they could lose bad. Uh, yeah, but I also think they could also win by 10 plus. I mean, they're that Listen, good on offense. Miami doesn't play the same on the road, speed. dude. Everyone Sounds goes down to Miami they and just fucking... beat New England in New England. And they beat oh, they beat New England. England. Wow. The Jets almost fucking beat New England with Zach Tommy. Wilson. New England sucks. They didn't, but no, okay. it's still New England. In New England, the tough place. Miami's a different team at home. All right. Minnesota, Carolina here. Uh, some good spots here, Jerry. I actually think this is a little bit sneaky, uh, this game, where I think a lot of people are probably going to lay off it. What are you looking at here? Like I said, I'm a sucker for these revenge narratives. Yeah. This total's up at 47, Jerry. Right? This is one of the higher totals on a game that a lot of people I'm going to tell you, though, I, I wish it was Dalton at quarterback here instead of Bryce Young. Yes, me I mean, uh, I mean, he's still cheap in the spot he is against the Viking secondary. No, he sucks. Uh, 
I mean, it's hard not to look at Thielen here. Uh, as far as Miles Sanders goes, he's projecting to be one of the higher-owned running backs on the slate if he is playing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty easy chalk for me just to pass on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as far as on the Viking side, I, they're, they're kind of in a must-win here, right? I think Madison feels like the best play in this game. Carolina is like one of the worst teams in the league at defending the run. So I can see like a heavy dose of Madison here. Justin Jefferson, I mean, he's always in play every week. I don't see this game shooting out like the total says, but that doesn't mean you, he can't go for like 100 yards and a touchdown or something like that. But I think there's other receivers on the slate that I'd rather spend up for. And the, and the same thing goes with Cousins and Hawkinson. I think there's other passing attack on the slate I want to go for. I think Madison is the play in this game. I think he's the one I'm probably going to be playing the most of. Really? I'm assuming, Jerry, you're going to monitor that news for Cam Akers. Or any concern, I guess, if he's active. He's, he's active. Um I would be surprised if he got more than a few touches, but okay. we'll see. He's been fumbling that football. I Did you know. say Cam Akers? Yeah, Cam Akers with Madison. Yeah. The, Tommy's boy, are we going to make a bet? What's a no? Fuck you guys. <laughs> another Cam Akers bet? I got, I got 25 touches, you assholes. <laughs> uh, we do have to make another bet. So I tell you, we don't pay until we double down. So we're going to have to make another bet. So if you guys want to ride it out, I'll just ride it out. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of I'm, – I'm with Jerry here. I, th- I think leveraging the Miles Sanders chalk, getting exposure to the passing game, kind of similar to Winston. I know Bryce Young, not really good, but this Vikings defense is is even worse. They, they make the, the worst of the quarterbacks look good. So I don't mind getting a little dirty playing some Bryce Young, pairing him up with Thielen, DJ Chark at, at 4K. Um, I'm fine with either one of them. Thielen's going to obviously garner a majority of the ownership at 4,500. He's, he's just underpriced, but pretty uh, high floor there with the receptions and, and targets we expect him to see. I think Chark a little bit less owned um, to use in, in your double stacks. I think Mingo's is going to be set to miss this one, so should uh, narrow the, uh, the the targets, uh, you know, amongst those two, and then you'll mix in a, a third guy here and there, but. That's where I'm looking here. In terms of runbacks, Madison would be my preferred. Um, you know, but using Jefferson, even Jordan Addison, um, his routes continue to rise week over week. He's another you know con- contrarian mid-range receiver that I have my eye on this week. Okay, uh, Constantino, what are you looking at? Uh, I mean, I like the game. I mean, Kirk Cousins. I mean, let's let, let's even just start there. I mean, his numbers are ridiculous. I mean, twenty nine point six fantasy points, thirty two point five, which was against the Eagles. You know, twenty two point four, and he's still only seventy one hundred for a non running quarterback. I mean, it doesn't get much better than him. So if you do decide to play him, I think you do spend up. You know, for uh, for Jefferson, or I have no problem. Um, with Addison, you know, in this spot, or even a Hawkinson. I do think there's going to be a lot of points here. I don't like the quarterback situa- situation with Carolina where Dalton comes in, plays good, and then they go back to, to Young. Say what you want. It does kind of fuck with the team and the locker room a bit, especially since Dalton played good and that being the veteran leader and a lot of people saying it's his time. Um, I think Minnesota is just such a better unit overall on the offensive side and defensive side. I think they get their first win here. I don't honestly think it's going to be close. I like the the Vikings as a bet. Um, rather than laying the four, I'd rather put them on the money line and use them in a parlay. Mm-hmm. But I like all those pieces. And then on the Carolina side, I love the Bryce Young uh, or Dalton, whoever it is, paired with two receivers. It's, it is like shooting fish in a barrel, which two will go off now with the reemergence of Shark. But Thielen's been slow and steady, been there before getting the targets, especially last game, like roll back the clock. At that price, 
I like him in like a one-off in a lineup. And then as far as like the pairing, I might take a shot on like a shark, you know, rather than a Thielen. Thielen, if I was going to play, I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't even touch anyone outside. And and Sanders didn't practice today, guys. He's questioning. Yeah, no, we said we said that earlier. Yeah. Okay, I thought you said leverage off. Thanks, thanks, thanks for thanks for listening to the show, Uh, Benny. On you. Yeah. Yeah. One (laughs) of the things. One of the things I like to do, like I don't want to stack either one of these quarterbacks with with a bunch of these receivers. But if you are going to play like a Jefferson, you can take one of the Carolina guys on the other side. So you're kind of getting like a little bit of a game stack it's put in there. Thielen. So yeah, only well Thielen, Thielen, I like Thielen more than more than DJ Chark too. Um, so that's really the two guys that I'm putting in there. And again, when you're paying up like ninety something for you know a JJ, you can you can fit a Thielen at 45 on that lineup pretty easily. And again, Thielen's not, Thielen's not going to give you the, you know, 150 yard, two touchdown, you know, game. If he does, it's going to be because he has like 10 or 11 catches and they just don't have a lot of other guys to throw to. If you think they're going to be trailing, he does make a lot of sense here. And then you also have all those guys from the chargers. So I'm not sure if he's going to be as highly owned as people think. So I actually like feeling a lot here today. The thing you guys got to remember, every wide receiver on this team is going to absolutely fucking suck all year. As long as Bryce young is in there, the only prayer of anything that is viable is Adam Thielen. That is it. Chark, Mingo, guys like that. You're going to start him. You're going to get a zero every other. That's what I'm saying. Bryce Young is that fucking bad. He's that fucking bad. He's going to throw for a buck 40. Every game, you cannot play Chark, you cannot play Mingo, you cannot play Marshall, you can play Thielen, but keep in mind that 11 for 145 was with fucking uh Dalton the week before. He saw the same volume, double digit targets or whatever it was, and he got 50 yards out of it. So Bryce Young is not going to get you up to 145 because he's going to throw for 145 as a human. So just keep in mind if you're playing that Thielen, that was an Andy Dalton game, that was not a fucking Bryce Young. He's that bad. I'm playing Are you Jefferson. giving up. Are you giving out Bryce Young over 145? Because I'm I'm eating that up if if you're throwing that out there. Is that the play this week? Any more sucker bets from you guys? I'm calling the the bet this time. No, Uh, I mean, you're throwing it out there. I'm ready to jump on it. No, no. no. So uh, what I will be doing is playing Justin Jefferson in 100% of lineups every week without care in the world. Guy's literally just going to catch 10 balls for a buck 50, and he's going for 2,000 yards. That's his mission this year. The team sucks. The team's over it. To keep Justin Jefferson locked into this team at 0-3, they're going to either need to roll off two or three wins in a row, which I think they get one this week. I agree with Mike. But they're going to pepper Justin Jefferson the whole year to get him to 2,000 so he doesn't fucking quit and walk off the fucking team midway through the season. So I love Jefferson. Don't mind Thielen. And uh, Madison, I mean, dude, no one's going to play him, Peely. Everyone's going to be afraid of the Cam Akers thing. Madison's and yes, you playing this game. I'm telling you, you could guys. get bit by the Cam Akers thing. Week. Look what Kenneth Walker did last week. Over. Over. He's in my main lineup right now. I made lineup cannot out. stop the run, dude. Carolina can't stop the run. Madison has like fucking a hundred percent of goal line touches. Um, his numbers have been incredible. He's getting he's played over seventy percent of the snaps. I think every single week. This is a must even, win for them. This even is if Cam Akers comes in and gets. Even if Cam Akers comes in and gets 10, 12, 15% of the snap, you're still going to see 80% Madison. So he's playing so much right now that he could drop down a little bit and be fine. Uh, and he's been getting all the goal line work. So I love Madison. I love Jefferson. And that's all I'm playing. Let's move on to Chicago, Denver. This should be quick. Scarface. Guys, if anyone says anything that you agree with, just say you agree. Don't redo it. Um, Denver, Chicago. What do we got here? You know, the thing with this game is it's so easy to get to in DFS. I mean, if these guys were priced up any higher, I would kind of stay away for sure because both these teams are shit. But we can't ignore the prices on how bad these defenses are. Guys like Fields, Russell Wilson, Javante Williams, uh, Cortland Sutton, they're just too cheap. 
Fields is going to be like one of the highest owned quarterbacks on the slate for sure. Uh, it's pretty much a make or break game for him. And I think they're going to let him run wild. I don't see the need to even pair him with any of his receivers because he's just not a good passer. But he can definitely bust a slate with his legs. And I think they're going to let him do it in this game. And uh, same thing on the other side. The Bears are just a horrible defense. And it's not like Russell Wilson has been playing bad. It's just the Denver D's been playing bad. I mean, I mean, how can you not like guys like Javante Williams at his price? And easy, easy there, Killer. Easy there, Killer. Russell Wilson's been playing bad. I mean, he's been putting up the relax. fantasy points. He hasn't been relax. playing that bad. Relax. relax. For DFS, he's not. He, he has. He's, right. he's been, been sacked like twenty-seven times. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for DFS, he hasn't been horrible because when you're losing by twenty every game, I mean, it's really getting overshadowed. Hard. The Denver defense is the one that's been playing bad. But like I said, I mean, you could play Russ. You could definitely pair him with Sutton or even Judy at lower ownership because he's higher priced than, than Sutton and he hasn't done much yet. Or you can kind of run a double stack with like Marvin Mims, who's just, you know, if you want a value on, on, on the slate, Marvin Mims is pretty cheap too. So you can go like Russell Wilson, Judy, Marvin Mims, something like that. That's that's in, the, in this game. I mean, they're going to put up points. They're going to put up some kind of points. These defenses are just that bad. Haley, I like I like matchups. Sounds similar to what Scarface is saying. I like matchups with two bad teams, right? Because teams are bad because they're getting given up a ton of points. It's not like the Bears defense didn't get lit the fuck up last weekend, too. So, um, Haley, we have a potential fucking Millie Maker game stack fucking opportunity here with like five guys from this game. I would total forty seven, yeah. dude. It's not it's not low. Like this game could pop. Yeah, this is. Um... Right now, one of my favorite games to kind of build around. And for the same reasons Jerry pointed out, one, it's extremely cheap, um, allows you to stack this game and, and kind of go get a, either a Tyreek or a Justin Jefferson and, or a McCaffrey. And you still feel good about your uh, your overall construction. So I like this game in general. Um, I'll certainly be stacking this one up. Benny, we like Justin Fields here. No, I mean, I, I, not the way he's played this year, but his price is 6,600 on DraftKings, which is just getting tempting. <laughs> it's just way too cheap. Like, he's got to be a guy that you use. I, I like at the beginning, you were like, we can talk about this game real quick. I actually think there's a, like, all the guys that they've mentioned, I think there's a lot in here for DFS because these guys are cheap. And we have two defenses that are basically bottom five in just about every metric that you can look at here. So, I think this game goes over for those out there betting, and I think there's going to be at least two or three guys in this game that pop for some big numbers. Yeah, it's a little tough, Mike, when you got, you know, Javante Williams and P. Ryan. You got fucking Roshan, who's not like a great, great back to you on a roster. I'm all in Sutton here, but uh, what do you want, Mike? You just said it, Sutton. I mean, he's getting a volume, and there's a clear connection, and he's playing like that Metcalf guy to like a, a Wilson where Judy's more of like a lock. A lock it, but I mean, I could see a lot of points. And if I had to say my best play would be the unit of pass catchers for Denver. So I would just like to attack the Bears through the air here and then maybe a run back with like a naked fields. I mean, you know, I don't even know if I want to get the field. You like to run backwards in naked cornfields? His get yeah. right spot, though. When you're going to make fun of Mike, he hard. just talks through you and most people stop. I don't. Yeah. So, Mike, we wanted to know if you were saying you like to get naked and run backwards in cornfields. You do? Well, no, you said you like to run back naked. I can't fields. hear you. Yeah. Let's in the <laughs> chat. Someone post some comments. Let's post them up and see what you think about Mike. So I backwards. like to get naked in cornfields. You yeah. said I want to run back naked fields, and we heard you want to run backwards and naked naked in cornfields. Okay. Well, oh. all right. Maybe <laughs> maybe we misheard it. Um, I yeah, drink I think too much. Anything's possible. I mean, listen, I'm on my way. Uh, I think there's an opportunity. Sutton, I was all over last week. I'm all over him again this week. 
Uh, I think this is a great spot for him. The running back situation, it's a little tough to play. I do think you could play Russell Wilson, obviously, at 5,800. I was fucking with Jerry a little bit because he does suck, and it is his fault. I mean, he sucks. But I'm not going to say he doesn't. He sucks, and it's his fault. But DFS perspective, he's fine. Yeah, we're not looking for people to win. We're looking for him to put up numbers. So um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I also think Fields is very sexy this week. So we'll see. But uh, oh, let's you move think on. He's to- sexy? Oh, you're going to naked sexy? Oh, he's sexy? Tommy thinks he's sexy? Yeah, I want to suck his fucking dick. I want to put it in my you mouth. Don't don't curse did you see what I did instead? Swear, like a drunken you, you try, you killer. try to. When I talk, make fun of you. You don't let the joke happen. I let, let it happen. I didn't think it was even funny, honestly. It wasn't your best work, Tommy. It was a dumb joke. Don't make fun. Rest in peace, our YouTube channel. <laughs> what just happened? Did we just lose it? No, we're still good. But we will if you keep dropping oh, mine froze, mine froze for a yeah. second. Oh, dude, yeah. you, have you heard Snake Ashen? I think we're good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're fine. I think the algorithm's already looked way bad. One, one of my friends, Tommy, listened today. You were going on a rant about uh, fields and, and and a certain type of quarterback, and he's like, what's wrong with it? He's saying that on YouTube. What, that he's black and that's the only yeah, reason like people like him? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, a yeah. fact. Yeah, yeah, Fields was white. He'd be out of the It league. happened to be the, only, the, the yeah. day that he turned in. It was great. 100%. Uh, let's go on to the next game here. Baltimore-Cleveland. Cleveland's going to shut down Baltimore in this game. This defense is going to cause fits, Healy, for fucking Baltimore. I don't think there's going to be much fantasy goodness here at all. So no, I think I, this I, game ends 13-7. Yeah, I think this is a game you can look to both defenses, skill players. Um, you know, not really much you can you can go to here. I, I don't. As of now, I don't have any of these guys in my. The my problem with this Scarface is, you know, we're, we're also looking at Deshaun Watson questionable. So are we going to be looking at you know DTR, who you guys may not know. Those of some of you guys on here may, but a lot of you listening may not know. Uh, if it's DTR, I'm interested in DTR at a 4600 snap uh, tag. Uh, he's the kid from UCLA, very athletic, could rush for 50, 60, 70 yards at 4600, but. That would be it. I mean, I got nothing here, Scarface. I mean, on the Ravens side, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Lamar has not done well against Cleveland ever. And his yeah, receivers are bound up. And it's just not a game for him. Cleveland's defense is awesome. The only play I like in this game is Jerome Lamar. Ford. Especially mm-hmm. if Watson's out. Ford, is he's still pretty cheap on both sides. I, I think they're going to run the hell out of him. And he, he's the only one I'll be looking to in this game. I'm a little worried about Kareem Hunt now getting involved, right? I think he's going to get involved more and more every week. Healy, you think Kareem Hunt's going to see more burn? I don't, or think, you think, I don't think he's there yet. I don't think he's there yet. No, I mean, I think they just kind of pound Ford as much as they can, get get okay. everything they can out of him. Okay. Ford is definitely somebody yeah. you can look to. He's cheap. He's cheap. I mean, listen, play a Millie lineup with Ford and Madison, both the people everyone's going to be afraid to play because of the new additions. And fucking, you're going to be the only person in the whole tournament with those two as your starting backs. Uh, anyone, Mike or Benny, you have any plays here? Or can we move on to the next game? Yeah, I, I mean, not much to add, but the Cleveland D is my lock button defense this week. I mean, at 2,800 on drafts, yeah, it's ridiculous. They're the number one pass defense, you know, yards per game on average, and the number two run defense. Um, Jim Schwartz has done a great job with that unit, which will be the best unit on the field. And he's one of those coaches that are a really good coordinator, but not a good head coach. And he really like thrives on being that defensive guy. And I think they're going to come at him from all angles. And um, Baltimore's really still riddled by injuries. So I love the Cleveland D here as a lock. I like it. I like that's it. my, when you ask me later, what's my best play? I'm all over Cleveland D here. All right, Benny, anything? Or- well, that, to be honest, that's exactly what I was going to say too. Baltimore's Cleveland, offense, yeah, cool. yeah, Baltimore's offense hasn't been great, and Cleveland's D is too cheap, so play. Him. All right, uh, let's go on to the next game here. Benny, start us off. Pitt, Houston, uh, anything you like here? 
I like a lot of this here. I, one of my mm-hmm. favorite stacks is taking Kenny Pickett, putting Pickens in there with him, taking Friar Moose, going over to the other side with Tank Dell. And then you have a ton of money left over where you can go and pay up for a Christian McCaffrey or a JJ or, you know, there's like both. five or six. Or both. I have or, a lot of well, both. that's what I'm saying. You can fit yeah. like you can. I think the lineup that I made with them earlier, because I've been making picket lineup, picking pickings lineup all day here today. You could fit like Keenan Allen and one of the other like eight to nine K receivers and still have like 12 K left over to go get, you know, a pair of running backs that you want to put in there. So the thing about Houston is they're playing so fast that the teams playing against them are going to get more plays. There's no Deontay Johnson here. So, you know, the, those targets got to go somewhere else here. So I like the Pittsburgh. I can't believe I'm actually saying this on live TV here. I like it's not live Hillers. TV, but we'll call it that. Yeah, I like the Pittsburgh Steelers passing stack. And then you bring it back with Tank Dell. The Tank Dell is still too cheap, even though they they jumped his price up. It's not 3,700 anymore. He's still too cheap at 4,600. So, yeah, it is. I love, I actually, I can't believe, I, I, like I said, you can make some really nice lineups if you stack up Pittsburgh, bring it back with Tank Dell on the other side, and then. Just stack up all the studs that you want that nobody else My is going to be able to favorite afford. cheap, sneaky uh, props that we've been hammering every game all year. And DFS, I mean, Pickens and, and Tank Dell. I mean, Tank Dell at 4,600 is fucking insane. Told you last week, this guy's the number one receiver by a landslide on this team. He should be 6,600. He will be 6,600. 100% owned Tank Dell again. And Pickens, I mean, this is the guy, dude. Houston does not have a great defense. You're looking at this dude's catching a 30, 40 yard pass pretty much every game right now. So Pickens has big upside. I like him a little more, a little higher price than Dell, but still super cheap, 300. So these are my two only plays uh, for the game, actually Tank Dell and Pickens, and both of them are on my main lineup, Healy. I'm not as uh, enthused about this particular game. I understand Houston has been playing a little bit faster. I'll make a Tank Dell bet. No, I, I, don't mind Tank Dell. Um, he, he is in my player pool this week. I'm still riding him uh, at that price. I'm just not all about this Steelers team. I think if it's they're in the lead, they're just going to continue to try to run the ball, mm-hmm. which kind of makes Najee Harris a little bit interesting for me. You know, I, I know they're looking to work Warren in a little bit. Still got 20 touches, um, you know, in their last game. Houston's, for the most part, you know, hasn't played a stellar offense in Pittsburgh certainly isn't a stellar offense in their own regard, but they haven't given up a ton um, via the air through three weeks. So I'm not as high on this game. You know, a, a tank Dell is a guy I'm looking to Friar Muth is in play. Tight end is extremely weak this week. So a guy with as much t- touchdown equity as he brings, um, I have a little bit of interest in him as well, but no, uh, no interest in the quarterbacks this week for me. Okay. Jerry. Uh, I'm 100% with Benny on this one. I think uh, you're gonna. I'm also with Healy on this. I think you're gonna see a breakout game from Najee Harris. This is a big letdown spot for the Texans coming off that win at Jacksonville. I think they're gonna run a lot of Najee Harris. Uh, he left out the best play in this game. The absolute best DFS play in this game is Calvin Austin. These sites have not caught up to the injury to Deontay Johnson. They have not adjusted these these receivers' prices yet. Calvin Austin is so cheap on both sides. I mean, he just makes so many lineups work. And all he needs is just one to the house, and he just he's going to make you this weekend. Uh, Calvin Austin is my favorite play in this game. You could definitely do a picket stack. 
Pickett with Pickens, Calvin Austin, or Firemuth. I think you could even throw Najee. Uh, nah, yeah, These I guys mean, are so cheap. They're so that's cheap. nice, yeah, because you got the easy, cheap bring back with Tank Dell on that too. It is it is so cheap to, to, to just put these guys in your lineup and, like he said, fit up fit all these studs that you want. But my favorite two plays in this game are definitely Najee Harris and Calvin Austin. Mike? I, I'm, you know, going last. You already said everything basically, but I think that Pittsburgh is a good spend-up defense here. Um, I'm going to have basically almost like 100% Cleveland, but I'll get crafty and spend up for Pittsburgh. They've already had a blown-up game, blow-up game, and they show you what they can do. You know, they scored 26 points with a six-sack game against Cleveland. I think that um, – uh, Stroud here might be, a, you know, I know he played Baltimore defense and whatnot, but Minka Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt, like he might see the difference now between a college and NFL speed here. I think it's a different level. Um, and I love the Najee Harris play because everybody in the world is talking about Warren, how he will get more time, deserves more time. And that's when like everybody flocks to him. And then out of nowhere, here comes fucking Najee Harris for like a two touchdown game, blah, blah, blah. So I like that spot. And then the correlation between the cheap Najee and then the pay up at defense alone. And then I love what you guys said about the passing game. I mean, they're just too cheap, um, especially Austin. I mean, that's really cheap there. So I, I like the Pittsburgh build there. And I don't think Pittsburgh loses. I don't think it's Houston's time to win this game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, that defense and the firepower they have on offense. So I like them from a betting standpoint here, Pittsburgh to get the win. All right. Uh, and as I said before, Pickens tank tell that's number one and first two guys in my lineup probably this week. I love this game. Rams Indy. I'll start on this one. I am all in on Kyron this week. Um, I, he's the first guy that gets put in my lineup Scarface. I'm putting Kyron Williams in my lineup. And I think you can bring it right back with a Zach Moss. Who's been an absolute touch monster with 18 carries and 30 carries on back-to-back weeks. And he's averaging three catches again, 20 and 25 fantasy points at $6,000. Kyron Williams is just getting, a hundred percent of the volume, right? I mean, you're looking at literally a hundred percent of his snaps and literally the number one most routes run, I believe of any running back in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. So I just, I love the price 6,000. I mean, I think you literally just go boop, boop, and stick Moss and Kyron in here. Um, if anyone wants to take a Puka Nakua coming off a game where Matt Stafford literally forgot about him for fucking two and a half quarters and he still popped for five for 72. His price at 6700 is still low for a guy who has fucking – that upside didn't leave. Keep in mind, he was questionable going into last game. He's a lot healthier now, full participant all week. This is a guy who still has 15 for 147 and a touchdown upside here. So, I like Puka. I like fucking both running backs, and that's probably the extent of it, though, uh, Scarface. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with all that. These guys are getting too much usage for their price. You, you can't ignore that. Kyron Williams, I mean – I don't want to say like a lock play, but how can you ignore that usage for his price? Hundred percent of snaps and fucking no yeah, most you, routes you cannot, run in the NFL. That. And I think back. you know all the optos are spitting him out, so he's going to be high owned. But I mean, you think he is? What is he going to be? Um, thirty. Yeah. Is he going to be that? I would I'll say probably. Yeah, it's a little. I'll probably eat it because he's six k. But I'll, I will give you something else. I, I think I like Tutu a little bit over Puka in this. Tutu, he's seeing nine targets a game. Nice. He's going to come in at much lower ownership. Catches two of them, but yeah. And but you know, you know, he's putting up, he's scoring touchdowns too. He's priced much cheaper than Puka. I mean, you want like nice leverage off that Puka ownership? I think Tutu's the way to go. And you don't think Tutu's going to be as high or higher after everyone just watching no, no, Stafford just pepper Tutu? Is he? Tutu's going to be lower owned than Puka. That's what I'm saying. He's the leverage off Puka. Hmm. Do you think it's that extreme, Healy, the difference in ownership for them? Yeah, I have Puka close to 20%. 
I'm trying to pull up uh, two two, yeah, around seven percent. So wow, okay, yeah, if it's gonna be that big. And that's on both yeah. sides. That's on DraftKings and on FanDuel. Yeah, I hate Tutu Atwell just because he fucking just drives me nuts because Stafford just locks into him, keeps throwing to him when Puka's wide open. But uh, I mean, Stafford's kind of cheap here too, Healy at fifty seven hundred. Can we just fucking onslaught this game with a fucking? <clears throat> you, I mean. Yeah. You definitely can. I mean, even Anthony Richards is on the other side. Yeah, he's gonna, everything is. He's going to be a popular play this week. I mean, you kind of wonder what the coaching staff's going to do to handle his rush attempts with the injuries that he's had. I think Zach Moss is going to get those goal line carries that Anthony Richardson w- was getting. That's why I like Zach Moss a lot in this game too. We're not even talking about Pittman, who's sixty five hundred and hasn't Pittman had a too. game with less than eleven targets yet. I mean, can we literally like when I say onslaught, I'm talking like Stafford, Kyron, Moss, you know. Tutu Puka fucking – I think this game goes to the moon. I think this game goes over to total. Yeah, this yeah, game is not think, going under the radar. P- people are definitely – People are on, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, th- yep. I think this is going to be the second most popular game, but kind of we, we've hit on a few games that, so far that I think we were pretty high on, and I think that kind of makes the case for – there's a lot of areas you can look to pivot off of that Miami-Buffalo game. So, you know, they, one, they either have to go to the moon and play into the 60s um, based on their ownership. Or if they don't, there's several different games I think you can hit on that could uh, certainly exceed their total and outperform, especially at some of these guys' prices. And this is just another one of those games. Um, you know, nothing more to add. I, don't, I didn't hear Josh Downs' name mentioned, but I think he's just another value receiver. That's okay. He's a flyer. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. On DraftKings. You know, his he's running about 80 percent mm-hmm. uh, routes on 80 percent of dropbacks. His target share last week jumped, likely due to Gardner Minshew in there. He jumped from 16 to 27, get Richardson back. But 3,500, just another one of these guys that if you're seeing a lot of ownership, either on the Chargers guys or some of the other receivers that we talked about, um, you know, he's a viable pivot down there that's going to be on the field quite a bit. I mean, he saw seven targets week one with A-Train in there, so um, not bad. Yeah, I love a lot of things here. Mike, anything? I know we just covered everything. Anything in here that you have interest in that we didn't cover? Well, no, I mean, again. Or what would, every, you co- what would you co-sign? Which seven, ones do you co-sign? Yeah. Um, I have Tutu Atwell. Um, uh, who said it? Jerry said it or Benny? Jerry, you said it. You, you nailed it. I mean, mm-hmm. he's cheaper. He's He's got the consistent nine – you know, nine targets per game. I mean, I like him there as a little pivot. I mean, Nakua, you know, just everybody's just so in love with him there. And, you know, Atwell does have the best rating, pure rating, pure football focus, you know, wide receiver based on the cornerback coverage. He's the only receiver in this game that graded out well. And then um, on the other side, it's downs. Again, you hit on him, 3,500. I brought him up last week and said a friend gave me him. I played him. He got just under 4X return. So he's like one of those 3,500 only left last, you know, spot on your lineup. Like, you know, you don't need to pair him. You don't need nothing. Just plug him in at 3,500. I'll take that near 4X return on that spot and spend up elsewhere. So it's Atwell and and downs for me. Okay. All right, so – yeah, I mean, these guys mentioned literally every player in this game right now, so I have nothing to add on that front. But I will say this if you're stacking this game. If you're stacking up the indie side of this game, you want to use 2-2 as your comeback because that gives you a lower-owned guy that makes your lineup a little different. If you're stacking up the Ram side of this game, you want to use Downs as your comeback because I think he's going to be the lower-owned guy. So I think this is a game that people are going to be stacking up, but don't stack up Pittman, Puka, 
one of the quarterbacks, like you want to try to get at least one piece that's a little bit off the board. If you're stacking Pitt, like I wouldn't make a lineup that has Pittman and Puka on it because that's going to be something that a lot of other people are going to do too. So if you're going to do it, take the the cheap wide receiver from either of these teams, take the number one wide receiver from either of these teams with the quarterback, and then take the number two wide receiver from the opposite team. That's the way that I would stack it up if you're going to do it. And it's cheap, which allows you money to play them there. I mean, you can play them all, but it's how you put them together. Yeah, how you put them together matters, I think. Yeah, just play them all. Play everybody. Um, Let's go Washington Philly here. Healy, you're the fucking Eagles fan. You're the luckiest fucking team in the world. This team should be one and two when they're three and zero. So please tell us how the fucking mighty Eagles are gonna fucking fly, Eagle fly this week. Yeah, I'm actually uh, making a trip down to the game this weekend. Ah, nice, oh, nice. By the way, a little update for the betting subscribers: NC State plus four and a half, plus four, plus money line, and a teaser up ten nothing, up ten nothing. Let's go, third quarter, fucking dominate. Carry on, Healy. Yeah, this one, I, I I, don't see how Washington's able to really keep this one close. Sam Howell hasn't even seen a ton of pressure just based on the teams they've played thus far. And anytime teams can get home on them, there's mistakes made. He and played a good team, under, Buffalo, and then threw four fucking picks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every time they got, they got a little pressure on them, just yeah, mistakes were made. And I think there's going to be a lot of that this weekend. Um, so I think they're going to struggle to move the ball and, you know, the Eagles had struggled out of the gate a little bit this year, uh, offensively, but I think this is a padded game like last year where they kind of come out of the gate, get up by three, four scores in the first half, and then just kind of coasted in the, in the second half. So no one on the, the Washington side for me, I think the Eagles defense is in play. Um, it's if you wanted to pay up for Hertz, I would only single stack them uh, in this one just because of the rushing upside and touchdown equity he brings. Um, Devontae Smith is extremely contrarian. He's $200 less than A.J. Brown. I don't think anyone's going to click on his name this week. Um, so if if I were to build Hertz stacks, I'd prefer to pair him with Devonta and Goddard again. He's going to be in play again, just how bad the tight end position is. This week, he's 4,400. We saw him get a little bit involved last week. Um, tight end, such a wasteland. I don't think they ha- anyone has to do much this week to kind of win the position. So it's the Eagles side of the ball for me. Uh, no one on the Washington side. Mike, you like anything in this? I think the Eagles blow their doors off. Um, Sam Howell's going to get a taste of Philly fans in Philly, and that defense is – Unbelievable, especially the up front is going to completely dominate the game. I think the defense is going to put the offense in great spots to score quick on short fields. I love Hertz as a spend up, of course, the rushing side. But I do think he's going to have a big game through the air again, and I think it's going to go to A.J. Brown. Squeaky wheel gets the grease. We saw it last week. But now in a home environment, and what I envision, a lot of short field scenarios, I think Hertz, Brown, and their defense is the play for me there. And I am going to run it back in those stacks with Logan Thomas at 3,100. If there is a way or a vulnerability on the Eagles side, you know, the defensive side, it's to attack them with your tight ends. And when you couple that with that front four pressure and, and this, you know, how we'll have to scramble, get rid of the ball quick. It makes sense for Thomas here to have, you know, a high volume day with a lot of targets. So volume leads to points. So at 3,100, I like Logan Thomas on the, on the Washington side. And that's it. Jerry, how are these guys leaving out? Not only the best, 
the best player in this game. game, but probably the best, the best, play best player of the entire slate. The best player in this game at the best price. Uh, the whole slate. At the best price with the best O-line. I, 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 I know we're you the same thing. Outside hold. of Tank Dell. How are me and Jerry the only ones fucking team? Why, How are you guys Swift, not mentioning DeAndre Swift? He's got like 100% of goal line touches. A fuck 50 every game. They're going to win by 100. When they get inside the three, it's Jalen Hurts' touchdown. Yeah, have you not oh, seen Hurts run the ball Swift. in? It's Hurts. How do you not fucking play DeAndre Swift? DeAndre Swift. They're not going to need that. 7,700. <laughs> He's 5,700. He's going to have 20 carries. They're making holes. We can all run through those holes. Did He's going to score the game for the seven. There's also Gainwell. Also Scott. Oh, yeah. Gainwell has done a lot to slow yeah, down. Jalen Hurts is the best runner on Listen, this At the beginning of the great. season, I was oh, questioning this running game. I was questioning who they are going to use. It's clear that they are committed to DeAndre Swift. He is the future talent. Absolutely. Yeah, he's and he's averaging like 7.5 yards a carry behind this line. Bro, this is the type I mean, of game, though. They get a blowout. Is, they do feed Gainwell and Scott. An easy, and easy click. An easy yeah. click. Carry on, Jerry. So you're DeAndre Swift all the way. Game I can't lineup. see Washington making a game of this. Otherwise, I'd have interest in the Philly passing game. But they're not going to stay in this game. This is, this, they're going to run the shit out of the ball. And yeah, he's going to have holes to run through all day. Yeah, I, mean, I think this DeAndre is going to be a great Easily bust the slate at 5,700. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Um, Benny, anything? Yeah, I mean, I like uh, Eagles D and I like Swift. Those, to me, those are the only two plays that matters here. Um, Sam Howell is basically a turnover machine. So the Eagles D is in play. They get short fields, and I think Swift's going to have a big game. Yeah, and and I can see you no know, Gainwell will get his touches. You know that's fine. But at the end of the game, by that point, Swift should have already ate. So I love Swift's in my main lineup. Uh, Sounds like he's in yours too, Jerry. Uh, let's go on to Cincinnati, Tennessee. Mikey, I think this line is fucking crazy on this game. I don't know how Cincinnati's only fucking minus two and a half in this one. Tennessee fucking sucks, dude. I've been saying it all year, Mike. This team sucks. You're right. I mean, you're right. Um, Big Vin, fan, you're a fan of him. Oh, my he bet, the biggest he bet the fan Bengals. He told me today, and I initially pushed back, but then – you know, I, I love the pass funnel aspect and everything, but he made a good point about, uh, you know, even Derrick Henry looks a little off this year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I know the Bengals, you could run on them, but when you put that extra man in the box, I mean, you're forcing Tannehill to beat you. They're already talking about getting Tannehill out of there and replacing them. I just think they're a little bit of a dumpster fire. And I think that Burrow, if he's getting healthier, and I like the passing components here. I mean, how do you not? I mean, I like Burrow. I like Chase. Um, you know, of course, that's the obvious. So that's what I would spend up for in this game. If I'm taking anybody, it's Burrow and Chase. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, Jerry, I got Burrow possibly in my main lineup right now. Um, I wouldn't put him in my main lineup. But, I mean, on the Bengals side, it's 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 Chase for me. Like, to get my Burrow exposure, I'm going to just plug Chase in. It's, it's either Chase or Higgins. You know, Tennessee, this defense, we're going to attack them all year. I don't know if I'm going to go to Burrow because I like so many other quarterbacks on the slate, but I definitely would want one of his receivers. It's it's it. It could be a Higgins game. I mean, it could be. I never play Higgins. I play Chase every time. I mean, you never you never regret playing Chase. You know, like I just go there. I mean, dude, 17 targets out of Tyler Board in the last two weeks. I think you can literally. The reason I like Burrow here is because I love Chase, but I may just play him. I might play him naked. You know, I think he could spread it out, but. Uh, I wouldn't play Burrow naked. I mean, he loves a naked Burrow. Oh, I'd fucking blow Burrow. I think he's gorgeous. The problem but, um, with Burrow is like you can't play him naked anymore with his knee injury. They're not running him. He's not getting those. He's not going to be running in for touchdowns. You can't play him naked. 
Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I'm playing. I'm pairing him with Chase because Chase is underpriced. Chase has not been caught up by the algorithm here. Haley, what are you doing here? This is a great spot for Chase. Could you pick a better spot other than first Tennessee? I mean, no. yeah. I mean, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Haley? Yeah, I I uh, concur with with Jerry. I think just get my Bengals offense all through Jamar Chase in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's primarily where I'm looking. Could go to Tanner Hudson at tight end. I, I believe Irv Smith is doubtful again this week. Uh, cheap tight end option. More of a pass catching option that uh, you could look to. Definitely no one on the passing attack here for the Titans. Uh, may sprinkle in a little bit of Derrick Henry this week. His price is down at 7K. You know, if we think this is going to be a neutral game script, then Titans can stay in it. I think this is a game where he gets the 25 touches. Um, and I think he's going to be the guy that keeps them in this game. So I do have a little bit of interest in Derrick Henry on the other side. Okay, Benny. Yeah, so I think you there's two ways you stack Burrow. If you're going to use Burrow, you use Burrow, Chase, and Tyler Boyd this week, or you use Burrow and T. Higgins. And judging by the esteemed panel that we have here and the love that everybody has for Jamar Chase, I think Chase is going to come in way higher owned than Higgins. And I think that, again, they never go off together. It's one or the other. So if everybody's going to be playing Chase, the way to get a bigger leg up in a tournament is going to be to take Burrow and Higgins. So you guys basically just talked me into a Burrow Higgins lineup with all the chase love here. So I'll have one of them. I got, I got, I got to agree with Benny on this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll win my King of the beach seat with a Burrow Higgins lineup this week. (laughs) I want to throw in one other play though, real fast. I think on the Tennessee side, I do have a little bit of interest in Chig. He's just cheap. I mean, if you want like, Chig, Chig to me, like I I think he's due for a score this week. He's a good tight end play for value. I've been yeah, waiting on right. him, Jerry. I played him two weeks ago when you gave me him. I fucking wanted to slip my wrist. He's going to score eventually. Yeah, he'll get <laughs> in there. Listen, I'm going to give you a play, actually. I forgot. Um, I just built my main lineup, and I just left him out. Antonio Gibson this week at 4,600. I actually had 4,700 left at the running back spot. We just went over the Philly game. If everyone's thinking that Philly's going to fucking run away with this game, we're looking at a snap count here. The first game where Washington really did get fucking smoked. We saw the snap count for Antonio Gibson go from 35 to 48 in week two to 61% last week. So it was 61% Antonio Gibson, 37% Brian Robinson. He's 4,600. He's not going to break a slate. Running back position here, you're probably just looking to get a decent pullback. But, I mean, we're saying Philly's going to stomp him. Could see four or five catches, you know, four or five carries. I mean – what do you think, Jerry? Any interest? He's cheap. I mean, you know what? If you you're, you're down to that lone last spot, and you, you I'm got, in that last spot at under five. You got forty six hundred. Like, that's I the mean, guy. You know, you want to you want to factor him into that game script. He's probably going to be playing the majority of the snaps if Philly's up sixty one percent last week. It could be even more this week. You're right. Yeah, I mean, you could be looking at a seventy percent snap share out of a guy who's forty six hundred. So, uh, Healy, do you hate that? I do. <laughs> I thought you wouldn't. I'm not. I know I'm not betting on it. <laughs> is this the Cam Akers bet? This is no. One. I'm not. I'm not, dude. Our next bet is real. It's not gonna be some bullshit Cam Akers bet. It's gonna be someone I love. Uh, let's go, Vegas Chargers. Benny, start with you. You've been to Keenan Allen Whisperer all year. Go get it. I mean, honestly, it's only a better spot for him now that Mike Williams is out. But 
you know, the, the guys that I think are going to be even higher owned than Keenan Allen, there's a lot of expensive receivers on the slate this week. Yes, Keenan Allen is in play. I'm not going to emphatically yell that he's the best play this week because I don't think he is the best play, but he's still a good play and in play. You're going to see a lot of people playing Josh Palmer and Quentin Johnson this week because those guys are going to get a little bit more action there. I mean, again, I still love Devontae Adams on the other side of this game. The guy's just an absolute monster. If Jimmy G's playing, he's going to throw a lot of targets his way. So there's a lot of guys here, a lot of wide receivers here that I'd be interested in. I do not want to touch I, – I mean, I don't know how many times people are going to keep playing Josh Kelly, but you just stop. Just stop playing him. He, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. He's not good. He's not – it's not the Austin Eckler role like, you know, it. oh – yeah, I, I don't get it either. I, he's he's just not a guy that I want to play at all Listen, there. The great the words of the great Tommy G in 2015 when DFS was still in its infancy. Don't play guys who suck. Okay. Yeah, that's really what it comes down You're to. Right. Um, You're right. Yeah. You know, Josh, Josh Jacobs, I think. This, and by the way, just to cut in on you, Benny, you know, this isn't the NBA, right? In NBA, you play volume, minutes equal money. There's two completely different quotes. NBA, minutes equal money. NFL, yeah. don't play guys who suck. That's the difference. So don't apply that theory to NBA. Carry yeah. On. Yeah. I mean, I think the wide receivers are really the plays here. Those are the guys that a lot of people are going to go to. I like Josh Palmer the most. I know some other people are going to be more on uh, Quentin Johnson, but to me, Josh Palmer is the guy here that I'll probably end up having the most of just because the other guys are expensive and there's a lot of expensive receivers I'd rather play than Keenan Allen and Devontae Adams this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Who wants to go next? Mike, you want this? I'll give you a sneaky one. I mean, he just he gets all the goal line design plays and work as Donald Parham at 2,800. So if I have, I'm yeah, going to have a Justin Herbert lineup, I'm going to get a lot of salary relief. And, you know, I'm going to put a Parham lineup in. Um, he gets one catch, a couple catches, a couple yards, or if he scores again at that price, I mean, 2,800. Eight feet tall. Yeah. It's feasible, especially in a shootout type game. I do love the run back with Devontae Adams, but I also kind of want to get different and maybe play Jacoby Myers for some leverage instead of Adams in a bunch of lineups. But I love Herbert this week. Palmer is a little chalky, Benny, I've heard, obviously, as you have too, but it's hard not to like him. And I heard he's first in line, obviously, ahead of Quentin. Um, so I do favor him at 4K. That's some chalk that I might want to eat and maybe not have a Keenan Allen lineup and go Herbert, Palmer, and maybe even Parham. It sounds crazy. And then run that back with Devontae Adams. And then if I do a Herbert, Keenan Allen lineup and maybe a Parham, I'll run it back with Myers. Brian Healy, you were excited about Jimmy Garoppolo. Talk to me, brother. Yeah, I mean, that would be my preferred side of this game to uh, to, to stack up. Again, he's $2,500 cheaper than, than Herbert. Very narrow target tree. Myers and Adams, I believe, are consuming roughly 75% of all target share in this this offense, which is just you know fantastic. So playing either one of those two guys, certainly very much in play. If for some reason you wanted to, to play Herbert, you know, Adams obviously the preferred run back for me, but wouldn't mind a, a Josh Jacobs who is one of the Belkow backs at a very fair price at 7,100. The Chargers side it's going to be Keenan Allen for me. Um, don't mind the Parham call that, that Mike made as well, just because of the touchdown equity and the very poor tight end spot this week. I mean, Josh Palmer, 4K, you know, game stacks. He might show up in some of my lineups, but he's not going to be a guy I plug in and other lineups that I'm stacking up um, other offenses. We've seen him in this role. Mike Williams has been hurt year after year. 
and Palmer's kind of stepped up, filled in this number two role, has really never popped off um, in a big way. I think it continues to be the Keenan Allen show here in this offense. Um, so he'd be the preferred option for me. Uh, I really like uh, Scarface. I'm fucking with a lineup right now. I think if you're building three lineups. I think you can kind of take a shot and bait on one of them with the Chargers here. But the other one, I think Herbert, um, Keenan Allen, Adams, and Jacobs kind of get you this whole game. I know you can get Palmer and all that kind of stuff, but you're getting that through Justin Herbert. I think those four could be the nice core for a, for a sexy lineup there. You know, my best lineup They're last week had Herbert. I had Herbert last week on FanDuel for 6%. It was my best lineup. And I think he's going to come in under-owned again this week. Yeah, because he's expensive, yeah. right? And he doesn't run. So no one plays he's him. But he's throwing the ball fucking 50 times a game. They and they, We just said Kelly sucks, Scarface. So if their running game sucks, then he's going to throw 48 times. And they throw – Eckler is out, you definitely, definitely got to play Herbert. Yeah. I don't know what Eckler what, – what his status is going to be on, on Sunday, but it's got to be Herbert. The absolute leverage spot in this game, though, is Josh Jacobs. Yes, that's Everybody what I said. Devontae Jacobs, for Adams. Good yes. Devontae is an awesome play. I think he's still underpriced on both sides. But Jacobs is due for a, a breakout game. He's, he's still shaking that rust off. He missed the entire training camp. He's going to have that breakout game. I mean, what better spot than this one against the Chargers? It's essentially a Raiders home game. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely the leverage spot in, in this game. I, you know, you could definitely do a game stack, Herbert with a receiver or two, and running it back with Jacobs. That just makes for a great tournament to play. Yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunity here uh, in this game where, you know, Adams and Jacobs, you get the whole Vegas side, and Herbert and Keenan Allen, you get the whole Chargers side. Granted, you're going to have to get cheap elsewhere, but when you stack in a tank Dell, maybe you put a Parham in with that at 2,800, you can get in there. You can get some 5K guys to fill out the rest of your lineup and make that look good and then just hope this game pops the fuck off and you got it all instead of just a piece to it. Uh, Let's go on to this Dallas-New England game. We've been talking about tight end a lot. This is one of the spots that I like, Jerry. I like Ferguson over here at tight end. I know he's not sexy. He's 3,500. He's not expensive. I'm pretty sure. I don't know where my paper was. I thought I had it with me. I think he has nine red zone targets, if not 10, so far this year. Only one touchdown. But if someone wants to check that, one of you nerds, go check your analytics. I think he has 10, 10 red zone targets this year, which I want at 3,500. Uh, I haven't looked at him yet in this game. I, you know, last week I was really high on CD. I think not many people are going to be going to him. I think I'm going to go right back to CD here. I think this game makes for a, a sneaky, not not a shootout, but a higher scoring game than people think it's going to be. I, you know, you can't you can't overlook the, the Zeke revenge narrative here. I mean, you can't you see just Zeke getting to the goal line and getting down to the goal line and him just like vulturing two touchdowns. If it was in Belichick. Yes. If, I mean, if it wasn't Belichick, <laughs> but like you can't see, well, if they're getting to the goal line, if they're getting yeah, back to the Belichick. goal line, they're, they're putting Zeke in there. I'm it, not. It makes him Zeke. look like a genius if he does that. Zeke, Zeke is, is not a. He's not one of those like uh, slam dunk kind of plays. But in a tournament, he's cheap on both sides. Like yeah, he can easily vulture two touchdowns. Yeah. I mentioned this about Tyler Algier in week week one that he was probably the best tournament. Yep, player. you did. This, yep. this is the same. This is the same situation. If, if, New, if New England gets down to the goal line, they're going to be using Zeke on the goal line, 100%. And like I said, just something to consider in tournaments. If you get down to that last spot, like I, w- I, w- I wouldn't be scared to play Zeke in, in a couple tournament lineups. The other play I like on the other side is I'm definitely going to go back to CD. I don't think I'm going to pay, be paying up for Pollard. I, I think uh, Belichick concentrates on taking Pollard out of the game, and I think CD is going to get a ton of targets in this game. Okay. Healy? Yeah, not a – 
obviously this is a, a game I'll, I'll probably get some exposure to in the afternoon slate. Um, I don't think I'm gonna have a ton of. By the way, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you. I'm sorry to cut you off here. Really, I just I just found the stat. So so far on the 2023 season, the second most targets in the red zone of any team is Hawkinson. The third is Kelsey. Number one is Ferguson. Ferguson. Hawkinson has seven. Kelsey has six. Ferguson has nine. So he has nine red zone targets and four receptions already on the year. 81.8% target percentage in that spot. Higher than Kelsey and Hawkinson by 20, 25%. Carry on, Neil. Yeah, I would um, – yeah, I'm not going to get to Pollard this week. If I'm going to go up at running back, I'm likely going to get to McCaffrey, who we'll talk about in the next game um, a little bit more. I think Brandon Cooks is another guy that is just bound to, to pop off. So if you're someone – if you like the Cowboys passing attack, Cooks at 4.9K, someone that, um, that I would look to. I think a big game is in his near future. Um, I know the Cowboys, their defense kind of won the day early in the season. The first few weeks, they kind of laid an egg last week. Um, I think Cooks is in line here for for a big week. That's that's pretty much it. Um, Ferguson, he'll be in the tight end pool again. Just a lot of touchdown equity, as you said, Tommy. But no uh, no core plays for me here from this game. thing I like about Ferguson here, and I know there's some tight ends at 2,900, 3,200 in that range. A lot of those guys have to get in the end zone, right? Where like a Parham. If Parham doesn't get in the end zone, you're looking at one for six, right? Whereas Ferguson, he's got seven, four, and seven targets, you know, six targets a game. He could still get you five for 40 if he doesn't get into the end zone and steal you a nine um, rather than fucking, you know, a one in that position. Benny? Yeah, so for those of you who like to bet out there, I I like to bet. I know you do. I love Ramondre Stevenson uh, longest run over this week, because if you look at last week, what the problem was with Dallas is they were giving up some of the big runs. Right. And, you know, the one thing about Belichick is that he's going to watch tape. He's going to try to find the other team's weakness and he's going to press until it hurts. So I think there's going to be a lot of Ramondre Stevenson here. I like him more as a as a bet for the longest run than I do as a DFS play because I don't disagree with Scarface. If they get down to the two-yard line, that's when Zeke's going to get in there. So if he loses the touchdown equity, it doesn't give him as much upside in DFS. But I think Ramondre Stevenson is a guy that I don't play the Millie Maker anymore because it's basically a waste of fucking money unless you're putting 150 lineups in. But if you're trying to make a lineup that nobody else has, Ramondre Stevenson's one of those guys. And I do think he's going to break at least one run this week for – 15 plus yards. So bet Ramondre Stevenson longest run. And, you know, if you're one of those crazy people that plays the Millie maker and only wants a single bullet, Ramondre Stevenson could be the guy that has a big game and, and gets you there. All right. I forgot who I went to already. Who, who hasn't spoken on this? Mike. Good. Mike, did you speak on this? No, you said he liked Zeke. Yeah, no, I, I agreed with the Zeke play. I mean, I like Pollard just from a pure volume standpoint, but so soured on Dallas after what yeah. I saw last week. Uh, Tommy, you you were first to say uh, Dak sucks, mm-hmm. and that's probably got to be your best quarterback call. I know they give you a little, you know, gruff about picking quarterbacks, but he sucks. Mike yeah, McCarthy I'm sucks. I'm good at picking when quarterbacks suck. Yeah, I'm just Dak not good, sucks. Good at Mike when McCarthy right. sucks, and yeah. I love the Jerry calls. I, I think that Bill Belichick loves to get it right. He always gets those players off the scrap heap, buys low, and he'd love to shove it right up Jerry Jones's ass, and so would Kraft. And I can see Jerry Jones worming and wiggling in the booth as Zeke is doing that. And I think Zeke's going to have a big game. I mean, you know, he got 80 yards last week, and I like the Ramondre call too, but 
I like the Zeke scoring narrative at that I'm point. I'm actually – the only thing I'm worried about in this game, Healy, um, is I think Dallas comes out and shit stomps them. Um, I think this New England team fucking sucks. I think they're absolutely horrific. Um, they're de- de- decent on the defensive side of the ball, but this offense is the slowest offense I've ever seen in my entire life. I think they have the lowest 40 times of any offense. Juju's already coming out, fucking attacking people. He's basically done. Mac Jones is fucking terrible. Zeke's slow as shit. Um, ah, Zeke used to be fast, but I think Dallas just comes out and makes a statement on this game. So I do think there's some leverage there on Pollard if that does happen. That's the only thing that scares me off the running side here really, of New England. Yeah, I, w- I would concur. I, I think, you know, Dallas gets up early. I think this one gets out of hand because Patriots can't because play. We've from seen behind. it get out of hand twice with them. <laughs> like, yep. you know, Never like, count yeah. out Bill Belichick, though, boys. Yeah. And you're going against Dak fucking Prescott. I'm going to tell you guys, I, I, don't give out, I don't give out many bets, but uh, New England at plus seven, if you buy it up, if that's six and a half plus seven, is like one of the bets I would make this weekend. Wow. All right. Dallas doesn't throw the ball down the field. I don't even get it. And when they do, he gets That's picked why I like off. Ferguson. But they're yeah. A t- yeah, I love Ferguson. That was a great call. I love Ferguson and Pollard there. And I love CeeDee Lamb, but it's just so hard to trust Dak. And again, the wild and Belichick's going to have something for Dak, like Mike yeah, said. Yeah, that's the wild have part. Like, it, it, what Belichick does is take the most potent weapon. So I could see him having a little something for CD. Yeah. But um, we'll see. We'll see. This game's a little bit. I'm going to have it in parlays for sure. San Francisco, Arizona. Obviously, Arizona coming off a gigantic emotional high from last week. Now heading into San Fran. I think this is a this is just a fucking smack in the mouth from San Fran to Arizona here. Uh, what do you guys think here, Healy? Start with you. I think this is a uh, Christian McCaffrey correlated with the 49ers defense, you know, at, at home. Yeah, Cardinals, quote unquote, shot the world last week against Dallas. But going on the road, this is a, a massive just letdown spot where I think the 49ers win this one handily, likely by 30 points, in my yeah. opinion. Sorry. Um, you know, I think a Kittle is going to be the chalk at tight end for sure. I mean, if Debo's banged up and he's going to sit, I, I th- Kittle's hard to ignore in this game if, if Debo's out. He scored four touchdowns against this team last year. I mean, it, uh, it's not a great slate overall for tight ends. I think tip, uh, Kittle's going to be kind of tough to get away from in, in cash for sure in, in tournaments as well. Mike, I'm a little bit worried here. The, the, nine, the Niners are very smart. If you go back and look through the game logs, they only use Kittle when they need him, and they're not going to need him. Well, Debo might be out, so that opens up some targets. It does. It does. And I'm just a little bit worried about – And Ayuk's coming back from an injury. I mean, Kittle's yeah, the only I mean, one You're basically swapping out – And he historically torches them, to Jerry's point. I, I do agree with it. Uh, the only thing I'm a little bit worried about here, guys, is there's a lot of great plays in that 7, 6, 5,800 to 8,000 range that you want to play. The Chase, the Adams, the Keenan, the Jefferson. I don't know if this is the week I want to spend 5,200 on a tight end. In a game that could be fucking 32 to nothing at the half. And he may be just fucking sitting out the second half. That's my only concern. Well, let me jump in there. I do think it makes it a little conservative because this is a slate we don't have Kelsey on. You know, we don't have Waller on. Especially at chalk, by the way. We don't have a lot of those. That's why, that's why I said at chalk. Okay. Uh, we don't have a lot of those spend up options. So it's either I'm going dumpster diving with Parham at 2,800, a bunch of those tight ends at 3,100. Or I do like the spend up to Kittle here. Of course, Hawkinson's always live, but I like Kittle here. I like this again, Tommy, one of those things. Give me Purdy, McCaffrey, and Kittle 
and I'll just suck up the whole offense because I think they're going to baby Ayuk back, and even Debo's banged up, and it's a, it's a route-type game, right, guys? So, uh, you know, I think McCaffrey's going to get his burn. I like the Kittle pairing, throw in Purdy. We got all the passing, most of the running, and basically a lot of the receiving with those three. I like it. Benny, I wanted Elijah Mitchell in this game, and now I can't. Well, go ahead. He only wanted to say something real quick, so go ahead. Fuck you. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I want to hear Tommy's thoughts here on how much of a lock no, Zach Ertz no, is again. No, you don't. Like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Whatever you're saying, I mean, whatever you're about to say is an insult. <laughs> You've never wanted to hear a single fucking thought of mine since I met you. So go with no. your fucking joke and just know he doesn't want to hear what I want to say. He wants to make fun of me. So go. I want to hear if Zach Ertz is in play this week. So he can make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, Healy? Why, why? It might be more than ever if Marquise Brown's out. Why do you want, you want me to tell you about Zach Ertz? Yeah. I mean, we've heard a lot of tight ends, and we got to be able to decipher amongst all these $3,200 tight play ends. Play Ferguson! Just play Ferguson everywhere. He's at nine red zone targets. It is Ferguson. so easy. It is so easy to get the Kittle this week on both Fuck sides. You, that if he goes off, I'm with you, Jerry. Let's go. I don't even know. I kind of feel all like right. Healy may have been asking me a real question, but fuck you anyway, because – for any time I thought it was real and it wasn't. All right, let me just throw one thing in here, too, about why I like Christian McCaffrey a ton. I know we mentioned him already this game, but Eli Mitchell has missed practice a couple times this week. Elijah, and yeah, I mean, Elijah listen, might not play. And if he doesn't play, I mean, listen, they don't have a lot else there. So I like uh, McCaffrey for two touchdowns for those of you who like to bet this week. And, again, if you're going to be paying 9 k for a running back, McCaffrey scoring two touchdowns, getting a bunch of catches, getting – you know, 20 something touches in this game. Cause we all think they're going to roll, right? Everybody pretty much thinks San Francisco is going to roll and it's going to be a letdown game for Arizona. Like McCaffrey's a guy that I'm trying to get into some of my lineups here. I know everyone wants to pay up for wide receiver. But I think McCaffrey can put up the biggest number on the weekend. I mean, dude, it's just a fact. Kingsbury is a joke. Just to show that we just said the words let down game for Arizona. Like how, they can't have a letdown game. The worst team in all of football, right? So props to Arizona for us saying it's a letdown spot, right? It should just be there's a fucking doormat. But listen, I McCaffrey's worth it this week. Is he chalk, Ely? No, he's not. No, he's, he's never chalk. So here, so here's what I'll tell yeah. you on this card. He's very expensive, but he's worth it. No, fuck that, dude. Who cares about money? As long as they score 35, I don't give a fuck what they cost. But the thing about this, Scarface. If Elijah Mitchell plays, I'm actually going and playing Elijah Mitchell at 4,600, okay? Last week, he was my favorite prop uh, in week three at 42 rushing yards, three catches, only put up seven, eight points. But the coaching staff of San Francisco went out and said on Twitter twice that they're trying to rest McCaffrey whenever they can. So they're not stupid. They were on a short week. It was a Thursday night game. It's a Yes, 100%. They're, he's rested. McCaffrey's rested ten days here. If they're up they twenty-one to they three at the half, upset Dallas. They're not fucking taking chances. If they're, they're up twenty-four to three at the half, you think they're going to ride McCaffrey for fucking twenty carries in the second half? He might get yeah. there in the first half. <laughs> he might get there in the first half. But what I'm saying is, if Elijah doesn't play, all the way the fucking McCaffrey. Maybe the first guy I put in my lineup. If Elijah does. I probably lean Elijah a little but bit at 4,600, 4,000. The only deal with McCaffrey this week is his price. That's it. That's it. You know what he's going to get. He, his, his floor is 20 points. If Elijah doesn't score. play, let me ask you this. If Elijah doesn't play, is McCaffrey in your main lineup? 
I mean, whether he plays or not is irrelevant. I mean, CMC, he's in play. Is he in your main lineup, though? We know he's a great play. He's fucking Christian McCaffrey. Is he in your main lineup? I'm telling you, with or without Elijah Mitchell, he's still in the same situation. He's still in your main lineup. Okay. Billy, what about you? I, I, you, you keep giving all this King, Kingsbury talk, but he's not even the coach in Arizona. That's anymore. what, no, that's what I said. It's a, it shows how bad, dude. Do you listen to me when I talk? No. I said it shows how bad Kingsbury is. My whole point was I've hated on Kingsbury for years. I said it shows how bad he is. But the second he gets out, all of a sudden Arizona's relevant. The whole point was that Kingsbury's not there, you fucking idiot. He gets out, and all of a sudden they beat Dallas. It was Kingsbury's fault this whole time. Uh, Haley, do you play McCaffrey in your main lineup? Uh, yeah, right now, in the, the first build I did, he's in my lineup on DraftKings. I will tell you this, guys. Benny, you could verify this. Every show you watch in this industry is going to say they're playing McCaffrey in their main lineup, and he's going to come in 9% on. They're not. When it comes down to it, and Scarface and Healy, you guys know this, and GPPs, I do it too, right? You start with McCaffrey. He's in there, and then you're like, oh, I really want to get this guy in. Let me go down to Pollard, or let me go down to this. And he falls out. That 9K run, nine k receiver, I feel like it's always more comfortable, right, to, to go play Jefferson. I feel like the, the receivers are definitely more popular on this slate than McCaffrey. So they're, it's like McCaffrey's going to be tough, dude. I'm telling you, he's going to fall out. Yeah, so like we'll all it's say never, right it's now never, it's it's never a, a matter of if he can do it with McCaffrey. It's no, a matter no, of no. can I fit him. That's all it is with but, him. And it's a matter of, you know what, I can get this fucking 3K receiver up to fucking, you know, Josh But Palmer's. we did mention a ton of value on the slate that you can possibly go to where it's easy to fit McCaffrey. Just a matter of the, that value coming through. That's it. Right. And now this is a do as, do as we say, not as we do. Put McCaffrey in your main lineup, guys. Work around him. Don't drop him down to Pollard or something like that. Just put him in, lock it in. You got 35 points right there locked this week. Uh, let's go around the horn here. Benny, start with you. Give me two or three players that you know for a fact are going to be in your main lineup. Um, so in the lineups I've made, I've ended up with a lot of Adam Thielen. So he's one. I've ended up with a lot of Tank Dell. So that's two. And um, I've ended up with a decent amount of Christian McCaffrey. That's why I mentioned them. So those are three. Mike, I'm going to go to you before anyone else says it because you said it first. I have the Browns in my main lineup, and that's because of you. So go on. Browns, you took it. I like Justin mm-hmm. Herbert, um, especially paired with Keenan Allen there. I'm going to have a lot of that. And I have a lot of McCaffrey already in my builds. Um, I could just, again, just see one of those games where he goes off. Scarface, you better say Swift, babies. Uh, uh, you knew I was going to say Swift. I know. I'm DraftKings 1,000%. I'm going to be having a lot of Swift. Uh, and on both sides, I'm 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 probably gonna be paying up for Kittle. Okay, Haley, what are you looking at? You bag of shit. You're gonna have to sign up at 4deep.com to uh, three my article. <laughs> All my plays will be there and posted tomorrow. I like it. I like it. I like it. Fucking leave it at that. Uh, I'm gonna tell you this because I am not the lead handicapper at 4deep.com from ZFS side, so I can give you more than everyone else. I am going Christian McCaffrey 100% in my main lineup. DeAndre Swift 100% in my main lineup. Tank Dell and George Pickens 100% in my main lineup. Ferguson and the Browns 100% in my main lineup. If you start with that build, that leaves you two spots at wide receiver and a quarterback left, and you have 6,300 after that. So you can get a little wild. You don't need to get cheap. Uh, That's my core six right now I'll give to you. Anyone else have anything else to say before we leave? If you do, say it now. Benny, final words. Why do I have to say the final words? 
Well, we're gonna do a final words for everybody. Penny, final words. Oh, Mike, okay. Final words. Yeah, this is your final words. You don't. I say okay. So final words for the show, motherfucker. Not you. Yeah, my final words is gonna be the Pittsburgh Houston stack and play uh, T Higgins. Okay, Mike. Oh God. Final words. Wow, it's so hard for you to finish in a sentence, right? Well, you go to me last on every fucking game, and now in the final words, all of a sudden I'm the second. Well, this is why. Whenever I go to you early, you fucking do this. Final words are you escape talking about fucking Desmond Ritter because they're playing in London. Oh, he had a bad week. Who gives a shit? Get over it. He's a fucking rookie. Demarcus Russell. Oh, I fucking hate you. Desmond Ritter, by the way, we just did a whole thing in the Discord the other day. His cards are actually up about 16% since the start of the season. Even Oh, with the shit. Day. Show me that. They story. are. They are. Not we did it. Go in the Discord. We were in the fucking chat. Four deep Discord's the source of Ritter cards being up when it's mastermind. No, I showed it all. I'm not going to go do it. Collection in the go, <laughs> go fucking search it all because you weren't in there. We showed it in the chat. Cherry Scarface. Final words is Derek Henry might be dust. You already gave your final words. Fuck you. Is that all me? Mike doesn't stop talking. Gary. Just, talk through. Just talk through. Mike do not stop. Listen, I'm raping this fucking slate. Read my article. Let's go. Pick the interception. Let's go. NC State. Sorry. Go on. You said you were raping somebody. I said I'm hoping. raping the slate. Read my article. I was hoping it was Healy. Healy, final words. Yeah, if I can convince Jerry to stay off Pickett, Antonio Gibson, and, and Zeke Elliott this week, I'm calling my shot. Jerry's taking down a million dollars. I think Jerry's going nuts. I mean, Jerry likes a bunch of plays I like, and I'm the best. So uh, I agree with that. Uh, I just gave you six guys from the main lineup, guys. There's not many shows that will do that. Get over to 4deep.com right now. We're launching our new data tools this weekend. We have a fucking phenomenal – I'll give you a quick fucking just screenshot buzz through right here. Here's our fucking pages – that we're going to be launching this weekend. All our data tools, optimized picks, fucking games, matchups. Look at all this shit. I can't even see it. It's blurry. A uh, lot of stuff. So anyone who's a member at 4deep.com is going to get access to it on the DFS or the betting side. So the DFS side is going to get access to the to new tools. The betting side is going to get access to it. And use promo code VIP20. You can get everything on the site that's already discounted, plus 20% this weekend over only. So go over to 4deep.com. We'll be fucking killing it through college football tomorrow. Killing it all Sunday. Going to be doing a Mayhem Mansion show on Sunday. So tune into this YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. We'll be telling you where it is. Benny will be at the house. We'll see if we can drag Constantino here. We'll see if we can get Bill here. Whoever it is. I'm going to be here. And I'm going to be doing a live game day show. We'll see who joins. For Brian Healy, Scarface, Trevor with the weird fucking shit stain on the bottom of his lip. The great Mike <laughs> Constantino who gets a week off from MMA from just skull fucking it every weekend. And Benny who looks like he's about to rob a bank. I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfucker.